you go above and beyond and making sure they get something back that they lost or they left, then guess what? Those folks are going to remember you for a long time. And when they're in the area, they'll be, hey, I want to go stay at Mark's Hotel because those guys take care of me, right? A guest walks into a hotel, right? And they have these certain things they expect, right? I'm going to go up to the front desk. I'm going to get checked in. Hopefully someone's going to... Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, today we've got an awesome guest on. His name is Mark Miller. He is the VP of Hotel Operations for Hammerster Group. And he's going to come on and talk to us about a little bit about the stuff that he's seen over a long hospitality career and some of the stuff that's going on right now for him uh, with Hammerster. Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ted. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. Hey, usually when we're having our, our segments and we're, we're welcoming on a new guest, I always like to take a minute just to let them talk a little bit about their hospitality experience and how you guys and how you got to where you are today in the hospitality world. Was it always something that you wanted to do? You know, I would say not necessarily. Um, I graduated college and I saw a posting for a position at a residence end by Marriott. So. That sounded good to me, and uh, I applied for an AGM position. I was lucky enough to get it, um, even with no hotel experience. So I don't think I was the first choice, but I got the position eventually, and then I was able to take it from there. Wow, that is amazing. So you spent all of your career has been in hospitality? Ever since college, yeah. I have 24, almost 24 years now in hospitality. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, usually we find that uh, some of our guests take different detours, they're in different industries, and somehow they fall into the hospitality space by chance and find out they're like, wow, I couldn't believe there'd be anything other than hospitality. So to have you come in and say that it was always, you know, hospitality for you, that, that's unique. It's been a great ride. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I, they always say once hospitality kind of gets in your blood, it it doesn't leave. Um, I would say that's true for me. Like I can't really imagine being in a different industry. It's uh, it keeps you on your toes. Okay. Okay. So, so talk a little bit about your role there at Hamster. It looks like you're leading a pretty large contingent of employees. You got multiple hotels. Talk a little bit about your role there and kind of what you what you do on a daily basis. Well, that could be a long answer. Um, I'll try to keep it shorter, but. <laughs> Um, really anything. So anything with our group, Hamster Group has um, a hotel division and a healthcare kind of assisted living division. So I run the, the hotel hospitality side um, completely. And that goes from revenue management to sales, um, to operations, to the people, to the guests, um, really all of it. We have 12 properties. Um, when I started in 2016 with Hamster Group, we had five. So we've grown a little bit since then. Um, mostly Hilton Marriott. Um, we have we do have a Hyatt. We do have an ISG hotel as well and a Choice property. Um, but really, my responsibility is to drive results. And you know, we always talk about a balanced scorecard in hotels. So it's it's driving revenue. Uh, it's driving EBITDA. Um, it's driving the guest experience and making sure our guest scores with the brands are excellent and where they need to be. Um, and then the people side, right? I think the biggest thing in hospitality is the people. Um, without 
the employees, without the people that work with us every day, we're nothing. So it's really trying to make sure that we have great associates who are engaged, who want to have a great experience and also give great service. Because I think if you're in the hospitality industry, like there's a part of you that wants to help people, right? And I think making sure my job, I think, is to give them the tools and give them the resources to make sure they can take care of the guests and that they feel empowered to do so. And I think once you have that, and it's said a lot in the industry, right? If you take care of your employees, they'll take care of the guest. And at that point, you've won, right? So I think that is my biggest job every day um, is making sure that that happens. Yeah. And that's an awesome point you kind of lead us into, you know, all of our viewers that, that watch the THM, the hospitality, man, are always looking for different aspects of how people take on the hospitality job every day. And it is a people-centric business. And, you know, if you're not into people, it's a tough place to, to play uh, in the hospitality space. I would say that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And hey, let me take a minute while we're talking about people. Let me take a minute to remind our viewers that, hey, please check us out on LinkedIn. Follow us on LinkedIn. Please subscribe to Ted's Hospitality Minute on YouTube. And we're also broadcast on Spotify and Apple uh, podcast as well. So please check us out there. And again, if you like the segments that we're bringing to you and we like the, the topics with guests like Mark, uh, it's an awesome place to, to stay in touch and follow us and uh, catch up if you miss an episode. All right. So, hey, Mark, let me ask this question. Tell me, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now uh, in your operations? I would say, again, I'm going to go back to our, our employees and our associates. It's really um, building them up and making sure they want a career in hospitality. Um, you know, I go back to when to 2020, when in a lot of the industry we had to, you know, lay off or even let go of a lot of associates because of the pandemic. Um, and I feel like we lost some of those people, and I think right now it's really a push to get people back into the industry. Um, right now we're doing excellent as far as a lot of guests are back, they're traveling, leisure travels been amazing the last couple of years. We're starting to get the corporate guests back as well. Um, we really need people to make sure that we can we can thrive and, and give people careers at the end of the day in hospitality. We need the next group of you know, employees to grow in hospitality and become the next um, you know department managers, or the next general managers, or the next VPs of operations. Um, so, you know, a lot of the industry is dealing with that. Um, one thing that we do in particular is we have a general manager development leadership program. So every week um, I, I spend about 30 minutes with those, with those folks and we talk about a different aspect of hospitality every week. Again, trying to get them to grow, trying to get them to understand a lot more in hospitality. Um, and I think a lot of other companies are doing that as well, because um, I think everybody really understands that, again, in hospitality, we need to get people that are going to be the next leaders in hospitality, and um, if we're going to get this industry to where we need it to go. Yeah, and you know, to your point, you know, following COVID, so many people left the hospitality industry, and it's so slow to get back good quality folks. So I'm finding that a lot of folks that we talk with on the management side really are spending quite a bit of time trying to nurture a 
nurture those those employees that they have on their team. But not only that, they're trying to figure out ways to come up with creative programs that can attract new employees. And to your point, which kudos to you and your group, is that taking those employees that you have and trying to develop them for the next level, I think that is so important for how you keep employees and how you actually attract new ones. Absolutely. And when you look at, you know, the generations before me, I'm Gen X, but you look at millennials or even Gen Z, again, they are looking for that experience, right? They want, they want to have the experience. They want to know that what they do matters every day and that they're contributing to the overall success of the organization. And I think if you give them that, right, you give them the, the empowerment to do that, give them the tools, give them the knowledge, um, a lot of the time they will step up and they will actually, um, you know, feel engaged by that and feel invigorated by that and want to grow their career in hospitality. And really that's what we need more than ever. We need people that, um, that want to grow and have a career in hospitality because um, it's it can be extremely rewarding um, if they're given the opportunity and I think just giving those opportunities and make and showing them a path is a huge part of it Wow great point talk talk a little bit about some of the things you look for in your GM development program and it's kind of a two-pronged question you've been in the industry over 20 years I'm sure that you've developed and you've looked for different little uh, characteristics that you key on for your next group of leaders. Talk about some of those insights that you look for in some of your potential GMs over the over the time that you've been in the industry. Well, I always kind of say you need you need to first find the people that have the desire. Um, if you don't have the desire, it's not going to work out. Because at the end of the day, hospitality is a, it's a it can be a tough business. We're open 24 seven, um, dealing with all kinds of different things, especially as a general manager, right? You're lots of things coming at you every day. And just because you come to work with a plan doesn't mean that plan is going to go the right way. Right? So you have to have the desire and the want to, to be successful in this industry. Um, you also have to want to work with people. You have to want to, um, engage with employees. You have to want to engage with guests. Um, that's a big part of it too. It doesn't mean you have to be extroverted necessarily. You can be introverted and still be in hospitality, but you have to have that desire, that desire to be, um, you know, talking to your employees, talking to your guests, making the rounds every day, making sure everybody's taken care of. That's huge. So if you can find somebody with the desire and the want to, um, that's the first step. And once you have that, again, it's showing them the path, right? If I'm a housekeeper, I'm a front desk agent, I work in food and beverage. How do I get to, you know, running food and beverage? How do I get to being the general manager at some point? Show them the path. And I think having programs where you, you know, bring people in and say, hey, this is a general manager development program. This is to develop you into that role someday. Um, that says a lot. And that, gets, that can get people very excited who hopefully do have that desire to want to succeed. And that's a process, right? It's not going to be overnight. Um, you know, as you tell people, it's going to be anywhere from a year to two years of going through this program, working all the departments, um, leading the departments, understanding how the whole hotel works as a whole, um, and how you can be successful working 
through all those things, I mentioned it before with revenue, you know, bringing that revenue to the bottom line, it's guest experiences, it's employee experiences, it's all those things. It's a lot of things to juggle, but you can do it if you, if you have that knowledge and you can, you know, have that desire to get there. And I think if you can do that, show them the path, um, most of the time, those people, if they truly have that desire, can get there. And we'd have, you know, some great success stories with that. Yeah, I, I think it's spot on. And I think if you have the desire to make sure your guests are having great experiences while they're at your hotel, I think that's probably key for me. I think you got to want to make sure when you've got a guest, you want to make sure they have a great experience while they're there in your care. Otherwise, they won't remember you from the other hotel that they stay in. But if you make them have a special moment or you go above and beyond and making sure they get something back that they lost or they left, then guess what? Those folks are going to remember you for a long time. And when they're in the area, they'll be, hey, I want to go stay at Mark's hotel because those guys take care of me, right? Absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that because I, I do say this a lot. It's um, a guest walks into a hotel, right? And they have these certain things they expect, right? I'm going to go up to the front desk. I'm going to get checked in. Hopefully someone's going to smile at me. Um, I'm going to go to my room. I expect it to be clean. I'm going to go use the restaurant and have a meal. I expect that meal to be good and get good service. But it's making those moments that are above and beyond. That's going to make you memorable. It's going to make it so they tell other people about their experience and it will bring more people into your hotel because they had that experience. So you have to do something that's not expected. It's above and beyond. And once you do that thing, you'll stick out in their head and they will want to come back to your property. Yeah, yeah. And one of my questions for you today was going to be, hey, share some of those examples of when you guys have gone above and beyond and exceeded your guests' expectations and how well that was received by them i mean you have any examples that you want to share with us yeah, i have a couple i could think of um you know really quickly it's um you know there's been at some of our hotels we've had guests that have maybe their car didn't start in the parking lot up where i live it's cold in the winter uh, sometimes car batteries go out so um, i've had examples where where our staff has stepped in and and driven that guest to the airport or driven them to their place of work. I mean, if, again, I, I don't know if I would expect that from a staff member and if they, or the manager, if they actually did that for me, like that would stick out in my head as a, that's an above and beyond um, experience potentially, right? Um, but I think it's, it's giving the tools as well. And I think if the employees have those tools and the empowerment to be able to make that experience go to that next level, that's really a big part of it. Yeah, and I, and I think you have to teach that. You have to instill that in them and say, hey, you have the freedom to go above and beyond. And they have to feel comfortable with it. They don't want to, you know, you want to put them in a position where if they go too far, they're getting a hand slapped in a cookie jar kind of thing. But you got to give them that freedom and flexibility to feel comfortable saying, hey, if the guest needs help, you know, figure it out. You have, you have the freedom and the flexibility to do that. Yeah. I think one of the worst things that you can say is, you know, you know, my manager will be in the office tomorrow and they can help you. Like, I, think, I don't think a guest ever wants to hear that. Um, so it is really important that the, the staff does feel like they do have the empowerment to take care of that guest in that moment. Um, 
and most things can be dealt with. It doesn't. Most things don't cost money. If it does cost money, it's usually very little. And if if it maybe isn't the right decision, then hey, we talk about it and move on. But like at the end of the day, we never want anybody to feel like they can't make a decision and they're going to get in trouble for making that decision because it is so important to have that empowerment. And it's it can be scary sometimes for a staff yeah. member to yeah. make that decision on their own. But I think the more they do it, the more confident they become with it, and then it just becomes second nature. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I've spent some some winters in. Um in Buffalo and I can tell you that uh, it hasn't always been an easy trek to get in and out of Buffalo in the winter so there's a lot of things that can go kind of uh, sideways so to speak so I, I understand that and I appreciate you letting me know that if I get stuck and I'm staying in one of your hotels that your your associates have the freedom and the flexibility to help me because I like to know that yes <laughs> We'll definitely take care of you and anybody else who has a problem in the winter time here. Yeah, yep. winters are tough. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so tell me this: What's some of the biggest projects you've got coming up for the remainder of 2023, or or what's one of the biggest initiatives you got set up that you want to try to work on for 2024 right now? Um, really, it's about again giving our our staff and our managers better tools and more efficient tools to use. Um, you know, one thing I already mentioned is our general manager development program. That That's always ongoing. And I again, I still want to spend time every week on that. So that's definitely something that I got going on that's regular occurrence all the time. Um, but then, you know, technology is always growing in hospitality and it's never stopping. It's always evolving. So it's trying to give our staffs the best tools um, possible with online property management systems that, you know, can help them with their, you know, work orders, their PMs, their deep cleans, making sure it's all very easily accessible and doesn't disappear and makes their lives hopefully easier. Um, that's huge. Um, so we're working on implementing that and getting that to a place where everybody's comfortable using it. That'll probably take the rest of the year because anything that's new usually takes time to fully utilize and get going. So um, that's a big focus of ours as well. And we're always, you know, we just acquired a new hotel. Um, it's around the Philadelphia area. It's a Homewood Suites. Um, and we're always looking for more opportunities to grow our portfolio. So there could be could be some more hotels coming on board, and we, we definitely hope so because that gets us excited and um, to work with more people. Yeah, yeah. You know, in our, I should say, in our professional space where we actually um, punch the clock on, we actually do a lot of PIP renovations for management companies and ownership groups. And the PIP activity is really hot right now. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, renovations on the docket. There's a lot of renovations just looked at right now and trying to get proposals for bids. So um, that seems to be a real uh, heavy hitter right now into 2024 for us. So, you know, I got I got a feeling everybody's going to be busy. Um, it's going to be probably some challenges on the contractor side in our space for how you get the get jobs done. But, uh, you know, that's a good problem to have compared to what we had a couple of years ago. That is a good problem to have as compared to a couple of years ago. And yeah, we just finished a PIP. 
Um, we have a Staber Suites in Rochester just finished a pip, and obviously the new home and suites will have to get that pipped in the next year and a half. But you're right, there's going to be challenges with a backlog of pips that are going to be happening and finding, finding vendors to help do that and product potentially and gain that in timely. So there's a lot of challenges with with all of that. And, you know, we're going to have more hotels that need to get their cyclical re renovations through the brand. Um, in the next couple of years as well. So we're not the only ones, we know that, and we know that uh, it's gonna be a busy a busy space to be in. So we're looking forward to it. It's just another challenge. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll take where we are today versus where we were two years ago today, anytime. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's been great how the industry has, um, you know, past, past year really kind of rebounded as far as yeah. as far as the guests go so yeah. now we just gotta get enough employees and get people excited about hospitality and then there, we'll be there you go there you go so mark if somebody wants to talk with you about trying to get in your gm development program or learn more about hamster how do how do they find you yeah well i'm on linkedin i'm pretty active um so you can always reach out to me there um pretty easy to find um, I also have an, an email as well. Um, I have a, my probably my personal email even. It's mjm8155 at outlook.com. Um, that's probably the best way to reach me, either through LinkedIn or that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time and us learning a little bit more about Hamster and some of the stuff that you're dealing with over there at the as the VP of operations, we thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you for having me on, Ted. I really appreciate it. All right. This has been another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, remember, if you like us on LinkedIn, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. We're also on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you want to look forward to catching Mark's episode, please check us out. It'll be coming out soon. Look forward. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you.